Welcome to the True Success Channel podcast. I'm your host Shamima Shahjahan and I'm here to help you unlock your inner greatness and transform your life into a fulfilling lifestyle that brings you true success. That's success in this world and the next. As a self-development and transformational coach, I help you eliminate the limiting beliefs that's holding you back from reaching your maximum potential. If you are a dream-driven woman, you are in the right place. As each week We'll be talking about healing, growth, empowerment and everything in between. True Success Channel is all about purpose, intention and strategic action infused with faith to help you unleash your true potential, craft your dream life and attain success. So my dearest soul sisters, let's heal, grow and slay those goals. Hey guys, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. This is me, your host Shamima Shahjahan, coming at you with a brand new solo episode. And today's episode is going to be different and it's going to be exciting because I'm going to be sharing some of the reflections that I had yesterday while I was reflecting on Surah Al-Fatiha. So one of the deeds that I have chosen to be engaged in in during this last 10 days of Ramadan oh my god subhanallah can you believe that there's less than 10 days left of Ramadan may Allah make us of those who not just witness Laylatul Qadr but of those who are at our best on this special night so that our name is written against the names of those who have earned Allah's pleasure of those who have earned Allah's mercy of those who have been saved from the fire of Jahannam and those who enter Jannatul Firdaus al-A'la Ameen, Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. So going back to the content of today's podcast, like I was saying, one of the deeds that I've chosen to be engaged in during these last 10 days is reflecting on the Quran and seeing how I can convert what I'm learning into action points so I can lead a life that is more aligned towards the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because I feel that whenever we are learning something, it should not just be for the sake of gaining more knowledge, for the sake of hoarding more information in our head, but more so about using the information, using the knowledge that we seek to bring about transformation in our lives. If not, I feel that we will be becoming of the biggest hypocrites who know what is right but is not practicing it subhanallah may Allah protect us from such a fate we don't want to be like the donkey who is carrying a load of books we want to be of the blessed human beings I'm saying blessed because we know of the virtues of seeking knowledge in our deen so much so that the very first word revealed to the prophet was which means to read. So the ayah I was reflecting on yesterday was based off something that I shared in a mini course that I just concluded. For those of you who do not know, I recently concluded a three-day free course titled Understand Al-Quran and Al-Salah. And this course was created with the intention of helping each and every one of us connect to our salah better and connect to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through understanding. So some of the 
things that we looked at in this course was the words that we recite in the Quran and we did not just the translation word to word but also did some tadabbur so we understand why we say what we say because obviously there is divine wisdom behind each and every action each and every word that we utter during our salah and that being said one of the highlights of the course was surah al-fatiha in fact an entire day was dedicated for this course but for some reason if you did not hear about this course or you were not enrolled but you need access to the recordings of this session then don't hesitate to drop me a message either on facebook or instagram and it will be my absolute pleasure to send the recording over to you because at the end of the day what we are really striving for is the pleasure of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and increasing our knowledge so that we can bring about more transformation so as i was saying the ayah that i was reflecting on is from surah al-fatiha where allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is instructing us to make dua to make us amongst those who walk in the sirat al-mustaqim the straight path and allah goes on to describe this sirat al-mustaqim further by saying That is, we are asking Allah to guide us in the straight path, the path of those whom Allah has blessed and not the path of those who have earned Allah's anger and those who go astray. You know, I'm sure that most of us know the translation of Surah Al-Fatiha. We know, Ya Allah, guide us in the straight path, the path of those whom you have favored, not the path of those who you have earned your anger, nor of those who go astray. But I was reflecting on just one part of this ayat that I was reciting, that is on Alladheena an'amta alayhim those who you have favored now before i move on i want to add a quick note that is when it comes to understanding the words of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the words of quran first we seek for explanation we seek for tafsir from the quran itself so there are ayat in the quran that explain another ayah of the quran or another section of ayat from the quran if we don't find the explanation in the quran then we go to the Prophet wasallam, the hadith and so on and so forth. But when it comes to this particular ayah that is Surat al-Ladheena an'amta alayhim we see that this is a part that has been explained by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in another section of the Quran in Surah An-Nisa ayah number 69 where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytani rajim wa man yuti'illaha wa Subhanallah, reciting that part was harder than I thought because <laughs> my tongue was sticking 
because I'm thirsty, subhanAllah. So to quickly go through the translation of that ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and whoever obeys Allah and the messenger, those will be the ones upon whom Allah has bestowed favor of the prophets, the steadfast affirmers of truth, the martyrs, and the righteous and excellent are those as companions. So in a nutshell, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that alayhim, those whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed his favors are al-Nabiyyin, the prophets, al-Siddiqin, the truthful ones, al-Shuhada, the martyrs, and al-Salihin, the righteous ones. So I was wondering, what does it mean to be of the Nabiyyin, the Siddiqin, the Shuhada, and the Salihin? Obviously, when we are asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to put us on the path of these people, we are not necessarily asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of the Nabiyyin. We are, in fact, asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to lead their lifestyle, to make the life choices that they did, for us to have the the mindset that they had and with this approach to this ayah I was reflecting even more about this ayah and asking who are the Nabiyyin who are the Siddiqin who are the Shuhada and who are the Salihin and when I reflected on this ayah in this manner you wouldn't believe it it gave a whole new view of looking at this ayah and it made me appreciate this dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala out of his infinite mercy is teaching us to make. So I quickly jotted down some notes and I would like to share my notes with you with hope that it will enable you to appreciate this dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is teaching us to make and look at this ayah from a whole new angle like I have been blessed enough to be able to look at I feel because again whatever good thoughts that we have are from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because we ourselves are so weak and incapable of anything so when it comes to the first category of people Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala includes in anamallahu alayhim those whom Allah has favored is an-nabiyyin the prophets so I was asking who are the prophets what's so special about them and I was reflecting in the lives of some of the prophets in particular for an example Nuh alayhi salam right because we know that Nuh alayhi salam is called Adam al-Thani the second Adam because during Nuh alayhi salam it's believed the scholars say that the entire human nation was wiped out and it kind of is rebirthing from the beginning if I can word it that way which is why I started by reflecting the life of Nuh alayhi salam and we see that Nuh alayhi salam was someone who never gave up so much so that he preached the message of Tawheed and he was hoping for people to accept this message of La ilaha illallah for not just one year, ten years, hundred years but 950 years subhanallah we see the perseverance we see the patience and we see that when he was building the boat or ark or however you like to call it that people were mocking him people were making fun of him but still he did not stop doing what he was doing because he was holding the vision that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had for him. He knew that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had a great destiny for him and he knew that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded him to build this ark, this boat, even though it does not make sense now that it will make sense one day. And reflecting as to how it can apply to our lives today, we see that there are some commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we find 
difficult to apply in our lives these days and intensity of difficulty is very diverse when it comes to which part of the world you are from for an example if you're from a muslim country then it is much easier for you to practice certain commandments but there are others from non-muslim parts of the country where they are having external opposition when it comes to fulfilling the commandments of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when it comes to you being an individual coming from a muslim country then maybe most of your struggle is internal but there are people who are having even external struggles when it comes to living by the commandments of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so in this case i want you to reflect on nuh salam and his life and realize that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has a hikmah there is a wisdom behind each and everything that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands us to do whether it's the hijab whether it's the manner in which we should be speaking whether it is the segregation whether it's the five times daily prayer that we need to establish whether it is the fasting the ramadan even though it is super hard for us we know that there is benefit in it for us and inshallah we will see the rewards of it later on like nuh alayhi salam saw after 950 years of preaching only then the flood came and you know allah's decree came to pass likewise whatever commandment of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that you're finding difficult to practice know that there is a divine wisdom and stay strong to it even when it comes to our personal growth our legacy building journey inshallah you should realize that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not create anything in vain so he had a purpose for you that goes even beyond the purpose of you worshiping him the ultimate purpose of all of mankind that is to worship allah subhanahu wa ta'ala where allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in surah al-baqarah a'udhu billahi min ash-shaytani r-rajim ya ayyuhan nas a'budu rabbakum alladhi khalaqakum walladhina min qablikum la'allakum tattaqun where allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying oh mankind worship your lord allah who created you and those before you so that you may develop taqwa so you may be of those who are conscious of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so even beyond this ultimate purpose we have uh inner calling we have a unique purpose that we have to carry out in this world for an example when it comes to the prophets their unique purpose or their inner calling the way in which their existence made a difference was the fact that was in the way that they were the carriers of the message of tawhid in guiding people towards tawhid and when allah subhanahu wa ta'ala placed mankind on earth allah subhanahu wa ta'ala again says in surah al-baqarah that Allah is going to place on earth Khalifa, the representatives of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So whether or not you are a prophet, and definitely we are not prophets, but we are still the Khalifa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are still representatives of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we have a bigger purpose. We have to really dig deep and discover ourselves so that we can create the difference in this world that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala intended for us and reach our destiny so this was just by reflecting on the life of Nuh alayhi salam let's look at another nabi Yusuf alayhi salam we know that he was someone who went through a lot of hardship in his life but when it came to the circumstance in his life where he could come out of prison I'm cutting it very short because I want to keep this episode concise and really revolve around which is why I'm really shrinking the stories of the prophet
Prophet and really going to the point that I want to focus on. So we know that Yusuf was in the prison, but when it came to a point where he could find his way out of the prison, where he could showcase his skill to the people and even gain a means of livelihood, gain power, authority using the skill that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had given him, he did not shy away. He didn't say, oh my God, I need to be humble. You know, this talent that I have of interpreting dreams, I'm just going to keep it to myself because I don't want people to think I'm proud, blah, blah. No, he didn't say that. You know, when he recognized that he has been given this talent by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala of being able to interpret these dreams. So, which is why when there were two prison inmates who had dreams that needed interpretation, he interpreted it for them and he said that when you go out of the prison, tell your king about me. You know, he was literally, if I can say, in our times we say, you know, like and follow, subscribe, something like that, right? You know, nowadays we see YouTubers saying, share my video, give a shout out, tag me. So when Yusuf got the chance to interpret the dreams of his prison inmates, he did not hesitate to interpret their dreams but he also went ahead and said that when you go out and meet your king, tell him about me. In our current times, we say, if you find value, make sure you like, subscribe, share, tag, you know, all these things. This is exactly what Yusuf was saying in his time. He did not shy away from what real people think. But he was more focused on the big goal that is living up to the destiny that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has planned for him and building his own legacy. And later on, fast forward, when he actually met with the king, he interpreted the dream of the king and then the king was very impressed and the king said you know I will make you amongst one of those who are noble and close to me but Yusuf didn't just stop at that oh my god thank you so much for getting me out of the prison and making me of those who are close to you you know he went one step ahead he said make me in charge of the land's treasuries put me in charge of the storehouses he said I'm good at keeping I'm good at administration I think I'll be a perfect fit for the job subhanallah how many times we know that there is a inner calling, there is a talent that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us, but we don't go all in when it comes to chasing our dream. We don't go all in when it comes to creating our legacy. It's very sad because when we are saying an'amta alayhim and Allah is saying that these include the Nabiyeen, look at the lives of the Nabiyeen, the prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They were really focused in the mission. They were really focused in building their legacy so when they die that they know for a fact that they have left a mark on earth that they have really made a difference on earth the difference for which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala approved for them to come into this world from their mother's womb subhanallah how many children we know die at a young age sometimes you know what your talent is but nobody else knows it because you have not even taken the effort to work on your talent and to refine your skills so that you can become a master at it. Look at Yusuf He knew that he had this talent. He was practicing his talent so his skills become more refined. Of course he was doing this, of course he is doing this with the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and so are we. Whatever we are doing it's with the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are incapable of nothing. Even this very podcast that I'm doing, you know, initially I had a lot of thoughts like, oh my god, what will people think? And I had a few cousins who were making fun of me 
not in an evil way. They were just teasing me, but they didn't know that this was affecting me. I was really thinking of not going to do podcasts because they were teasing me and I felt awkward and I don't want to be caught in an awkward situation. But then I realized, no, I am making dua minimum 17 times a day in Surah Al-Fatiha when I stand for Salah. I'm saying and how can I not go ahead and refine the skill so I can become a master at it and leave my mark because Allah is teaching me to make this dua and let's look at another example Yunus he left his people even before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had commanded him to do so and as a result fast forward to put it in a nutshell he found himself in the belly of a fish and he did not know what to do he knew he had wronged himself did he say oh my god i'm a failure god will never forgive me that's it i'm done i'm going to hell i'm doomed you know what's the point i'm a failure no he didn't say any of it what did he say in the quran allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaches what he says in surah anbiya chapter number 21 ayah number 87 he said, La ilaha illa anta subhanak inni kuntum min To quickly go through the translation of that ayah and mention the man of the fish, referring to Yunus a.s. When he went off in anger and thought that we would not decree anything upon him, he called out within the darknesses, There is no deity except you. Exalted are you. Indeed, I have been of the wrongdoers. He called out from vulumat, from the darknesses. Subhanallah. You know, you may be at a dark spot spot because of some choices that you have made in your life right now but what is stopping you from calling out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you need the humility to call out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when you are not forgiving yourself then you're having self-ego because Allah is teaching you to make the dua in surah al-fatiha and this includes the nabiyyin and included in the Nabiyyin is Yunus alayhi salam who did wrong, who was trapped in layers and layers upon darknesses but it did not stop him calling out Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He was in trouble, he was in darknesses, all this because of his actions, because of how he chose to work around his free will. But... That did not stop him to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this should be our case. So when we say an'amta alayhim and later on we know this an'amta alayhim refers to an nabiyin We are asking Allah to give us the perseverance of Nuh alayhi salam. We are asking Allah to give us the patience of Nuh We are asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us the ability to stand up for ourselves and really leave a big legacy like Yusuf We are asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to remove a self-ego so we can be humble enough to call out Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even though we have messed up real bad like Yunus Then not just Yunus we can talk about different sections from the lives of these prophets. Another quick example, Musa we know that he had a natural stutter but when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestowed this big obligation upon him he did not shy away he did not run away but instead he again turned to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself he's teaching us the dua that Musa alayhi salam made in surah Taha starting from ayah 25 
أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم قال رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي وجعل لي وزيرا he made dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bring ease in his task, to remove the knots in his tongue. And he even went ahead and asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give him a supporter from amongst his family, referring to his brother Harun. So when you think that for you to go ahead and live your dream, you don't have the skill, don't stop. Go ask help. Ask from those who know better. If it takes you to hire a person by investing your money, do that. The price that you're paying by not going out and doing what needs to be done in order to establish your legacy, you are losing a higher level in Jannah. Because obviously the people who are at a higher station in Jannah are those who have done more. Yes, we are going to enter Jannah by the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We can't earn Jannah by our own actions. But first and foremost, shouldn't we become deserving of Allah's mercy? Because we have been taught very clearly in our deen that we can't enter Jannah with our amani, with our wishful thinking that Allah is Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim, He will enter us into Jannah. No, we have to work for it. That's why this dunya is called Darul Amal, a place of action. And sometimes when we have to take action, we are not always going to find everything that we do within our comfort zone. Sometimes it means to step out of our comfort zone. Whether it is seeking help, whether it is being able to learn to delegate our tasks. You know, at this point, I want to say, subhanAllah, one of the projects that I'm recently launching is Soul Sisters Circle, which is a paid and closed community for sisters who are more committed and serious towards their personal growth and legacy building. Inshallah, if you become a part of the Soul Sisters Circle, then you will be exposed to more content similar to this podcast episode that's going to give you the tough love that you need to grow into the person that you are capable of becoming. We are talking about you reaching your true potential. We are talking about you reaching the depth destiny that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has destined for you through work. We are talking about tying your camel while putting the trust on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we are going to do a bath. We are going to take care of tying your camel. You know, do it well. And when it comes to a personal story that I want to share that creating the soul sister circle, I had this passion you know like Yusuf salam knew that his thing was in interpreting the dreams and the administration work I knew that I was someone who is born to talk this is something that I've shared previously as well there are some people who talk to themselves it might be crazy you might be like oh, what but hear me out I'm someone who has been speaking to myself just imagining stuff and speaking to myself ever since I was a kid you know I used to picture myself on a stage or even just having a conversation with an imaginary friend I used to have deep conversations with myself subhanallah I guess so this is something that I'm drawn towards and I thought you know what this weird thing that I do of talking to myself maybe there's something in it for me a sign and that's when I realized that I have a passion to talk and I wanted to couple it with my passion to learn so I thought that I will put the vain imaginative talk that I have with my imaginary friends having imaginary scenarios in my brain so I'm going to put my overthinking uh, skill or should I say whatever the gift that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given me into a more purposeful direction and do some fruitful thinking if I can say that which is why I'm focusing more on doing more reflection on the Quran and then I wanted to 
to couple it with my weird inclination to talk to myself and ta-da! You have True Success channel, the podcast channel right now. And if you are benefiting from this, then that's a sign that I have created a difference in your life in my own way. You know, not in a big way, but in whatever way that I'm capable of and that's what matters in the end. So if you are someone who wants to learn what your passion is, or if you know what your passion is, you want to be able to convert it into something that will enable you to make a difference, to leave your mark and build your legacy, then Soul Sister Circle is the place for you. You can check it out at www.tinyurl dot com forward slash soul sisters circle that is soul sisters with the s plural form circle inshallah or you can drop me a dm on instagram or facebook like i mentioned before my instagram username is shamima underscore shaj and my facebook username is shamima shadrahan my name inshallah i will include the links in this episode description the story i wanted to share is i had this passion right to talk to learn so i knew that soul sister circle is a project i'm super passionate about but i did not know how to go about it i'm not very should i say skilled at creating a website creating all these platforms but you know something amazing that happened one of the sisters who signed up for the three-day mini course she reached out to me she volunteered to build the site for me and in fact not just build the site you wouldn't believe it she went ahead and purchased the domain for me i didn't even ask her to do that i wasn't even expecting for her to do that i was thinking of paying on behalf but she just went ahead and do it so i want all of us to take a moment and make dua for this blessed sister that who is sincerely doing it for the sake of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless her and all her loved ones and accept all her ramadan duas and grant her a very high station in jannatul firdaus al-a'la ameen ameen and i pray that you include me in your duas as well and obviously you won't be at loss by making dua for another person because our religion is so beautiful that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it as such that when you make dua for a person in his absence an angel will make the same dua for us so making dua for another person is an amazing way in which we can get the dua of an angel subhanallah now the reason i'm sharing about the soul sister circle is because one i would really really love you to become a part of it because it's something i'm super passionate about and if i can bring about a transformation in you to become a better person someone who has realized their true potential and is actively working towards building their legacy then nothing would mean more than that to me subhanallah and yeah it's like when you put in your effort allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opens doors for you because he is al-fatah subhanallah and even when it comes to musa alayhi salam he did not hesitate to go ahead and seek help so when we are making dua in surah al-fatiha sirat al-ladhina an'amta alayhim we are also asking him indirectly in a very subtle way when you only reflect upon it you come to realize that an'amta alayhim includes the nabiyin and musa alayhi salam is in the nabiyin and look at his way and of course our beloved prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam his way was of mercy of patience and he had this big vision that when he went to taif and people were stoning him and the angel of the mountain came down and asked shall i crush all these people between the two mountains he said no perhaps the future generation will accept islam look at the goodwill that he had for the people look at the patience that he had look at the emotional intelligence that he had look 
look at the big vision that he had and he also had this vision to make his ummah the biggest ummah on the day of judgment and look at how much he was dreaming big that he did not just have big dreams for this world but he also had big dreams for the akhirah so when we are asking allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sirat alladheena an'amta alayhim we are also making dua to makers of those who are able to have these big dreams and have this emotional intelligence this mercy this patience subhanallah and all this while we've been only discussing one part of the an'amta alayhim but the is not just the nabiyin there is a siddiqin there is salihin there is shuhada all right that brings us to the end of today's episode if you want to listen to part two of this episode where we will be talking about the rest of the categories that allah mentions as those whom he has bestowed his favor upon referring to the siddiqin the shuhada and the salihin that you need to tune in next week and i sincerely hope that today's episode has inspired you to look at surah al-fatiha from a whole new angle and appreciate the true beauty and the richness of quran and how merciful allah is that he has instructed us to make this wonderful dua every single day not once not twice but minimum 17 times a day all right guys i really hope to see you in the soul sister circle it is for the seeker and striver who is really committed to working on their personal development and legacy building we will also focus on understanding quran reflecting on the quran and basically bringing about a whole new revolution in our lifestyle so it aligns with not just the pleasure of allah but also brings you success in both worlds. Catch you next week. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.